You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides, your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 87, recorded October 4th, 2020. The topic for this episode is The Singular Exigent Part 2. I am your host for this episode, Orchid. I am Elemist. Um, we'll go straight into it. Uh, we encourage people. It's just the two of us, by the way. This this isn't, you know, we're not hocus focusing you, even though it's, you know, spoopy October. Like, it's just the two of us. <laughs> uh, we'll go into that in a second. Um, for podcast info, we encourage feedback. It can be sent to us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore. You can tweet at me at hey, it's orchid, or you can tweet at elemist at I underscore am underscore elemist. You can send us an email at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can send a, okay, you can find us on Instagram at guardians of lore. Uh, we're probably, hopefully, maybe going to try to put stuff on Instagram. It's wholly dependent on me putting things on Instagram and my own Instagram at Hey It's Orchid has literally nothing except pictures of my hair and my cats. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, you can please review the podcast wherever you can review the podcast, except on Spotify because reasons unbeknownst to either of us, uh, please join our discord. Um, we'd love to see you there because we're fun and we like to have a good time. Uh, you can also find our info at the lore network.com alongside many impressive lore content creators. So we will go. Yeah. 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 Actually, you know what? Um, I'm going to talk about the Lore Network for a second. We've undergone we've undergone a lot of changes in the past couple of weeks at the Lore Network. Um, we underwent like a brief change going over to Reddit, and then we went back to the Lore Network. Um, we still are on Reddit. You can find us on Reddit if you want to. Um, but we've gone through a big redesign um, on the website. So, you know, go check us out because it looks really great. Blue worked really hard on it. And I think it's a lot easier to navigate now. So if you have a chance, go to thelornetwork.com. Um, let us know what you think on Twitter, at the Lore Network. And um, yeah, the Lore Network is a really great place. You can find the you can find YouTubers, um, you can find podcasters, and it's not just Destiny people. It's people who do lore for like the Elder Scrolls and Fallout. And other games, and Star Trek, and you know, other things that are not Destiny. I know it's weird that there are other things that are not Destiny that we would talk about on a Destiny podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> there are things that exist beyond the realms of Destiny. So, um, so yeah, please go check out thelornetwork.com. Um, Blue works really hard on it, guys. Like really hard on it. <laughs> Go look at it, please. And then tell him what you think. You can find him at BlueCrew86 on Twitter. Go harass him. I mean, send him your love. So. Harass. Yeah, it's, harass. <laughs> it's love. A loving kind of harassment. Yeah. He. <laughs> so we're going to go into the toggle. Um, 
So do you want to tell me all about your Niobe Labs completion, Elvis? Oh my god. Because that's amazing. I am so stoked for you. So so I logged into the game at 9 a.m. Eastern, and I had a clanmate who was like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll do it with you. And my brother-in-law, who was playing on my sister's account, was like, I'll do it if you'll have me. My clanmate was like, oh, be prepared to sit there for three or four hours. Yeah, sure. No problem. Twelve hours later, we finally actually got the completion. Um, It was tough. But by the end, we became pros of the first six phases. Oh, I don't doubt it. Like, <laughs> like we we didn't have to look at any of the the you know infographics or anything after that seriously Fate, uh the fifth puzzle has everybody doing the puzzle all together and it's like so i shoot my first two then you shoot your one then you shoot three then then you shoot two and i shoot two and like for a really long string i didn't have to look at any of my my infographics for that by the end it was just like oh right listen for these two cues boom i got my two done that was amazing i it's like it's such a rare emblem to see and then um and then you just like posted like the screen cap in our discord and like that's all you posted and all of us are just like losing our shit because we all know what that means (laughs) and we all know how hard it is and it's just like such an achievement like congratulations like i cannot even like that's amazing this is like this is the season of achievements for me it's a season of seriously like you've done like solo flawless five Five different seals two solo flawlesses niobe labs i'm sorry five seals yeah i'm sorry five so blacksmith right shadow right reckoner oh yeah that's right how did uh, i forget that one mmxx right right yes and oh what's the other one oh enlightened oh yes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i am super close to harbinger and i'm planning on getting conqueror and um forerunner oh yeah 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 so by the end of the season i will have at least seven seals possibly eight Mm -hmm. i'm a glutton for punishment (laughs) that's amazing congratulations like that is i know okay so as as much shit as i give you for being like the pokemon trainer of destiny like you've like honestly really tried to collect them all this season and you've done so much bloody work (laughs) doing it and you've like really you've like fucking done it so congratulations it's so great (laughs) like really like seriously you've like really stepped up it's amazing like congratulations and and like some of them I never thought I would get like Shadow because I hate Crown of Sorrow. I got really good at it. I still hate it. <laughs> um but it's just yeah. Like I feel accomplished. You should feel accomplished. You did so much. Like still amazing. 
it's how I'm keeping sane, staying at home since, like, March. March. Yeah, since March. Yeah, it's been about since March. It doesn't feel like October, does it? It feels like June to me. <laughs> what is time? What is time anymore? <laughs> this is like the year that never was, and I hate everything about it. Right. Oh, crap. Oh, so I have an announcement to make now that we're on announcements. Um, yeah. So I am now a co-host of Focused Fire Chat. <laughs> Yay. Awesome. Uh, our, I guess now it's sister podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. Kind of, yeah. We've... Um, yeah, a lot of people were like, wait, what, really? And uh, that was me. That was me going, wait, what, really? Because uh, I would not have been the first choice. But here I am. And um, I love every second about it. Uh, Green and Blue are both like very dear friends of mine. And I cannot wait to see what the future holds for that. And I look forward to doing... Tons of collaborations between Focus Fire and this podcast, and we're hopefully going to do that. So you can look forward to a lot of stuff Absolutely. and host trading and everything else. So host trading, you make it sound like we're all Pokemon. Oh no! Like to you, the the person who is like <laughs> hole up, we're gonna you know <laughs> we're gonna do some like Pokemon like. <laughs> oh jeez jeez Louise yeah. <laughs> anyway um <sighs> yeah I don't know so that happened um our first episode at least my first episode was at, at the time of recording um two days ago so it's kind of crazy but I'm excited to see what happens yeah definitely yeah um and here's a ad from the lore network the lore network since the dawn of time there have been storytellers who teach through their stories these myths give rise to fundamental truths and these truths shape our collective experience Yet these myths are not something of the past, and today they engage us more fully in the story itself. Video games allow us to live the lives of our favorite myths. My name is Blue Crew 86 host of Focus Fire Chat, and I want to invite you to explore our modern-day myths with us. Join with us as we explore the stories, the mythologies of the Destiny franchise, as well as other games. Let's explore together. Yay, that was a good ad from the War Network. Awesome ad. Yay! Because <laughs> I'm not really bad at this. <laughs> All right, so we're still in the middle of the singular exigent. Uh, if you remember from last time, this is Eris Morn's foray into um, fried rice creation under the Tree of Silver Wings. Also, there is, uh, she's trying to talk to the darkness and figure out what the heck it's trying to say to her. These entries are obtained from Eris on Io at the end of the interference mission, um, and it is going away at the end of this season. 
Each entry has a report to the Vanguard of what she's deciphered from the pyramid ship. If you've missed any entries, you can actually speak with Eris multiple times at the end of the mission to obtain those entries. Uh, for the first part of the lore book, please go back and listen to episode 86, the one previous to this episode, because this is episode 87. Numbers. Why are you starting here? I, why are you starting? Go back. Come on, guys. Go back. Go back. Don't listen here. I mean, <laughs> thank you for listening here, but go back. God. What? Boost our numbers a little. I know. Go back and listen to the last one. It was a good episode. We're so good at this. We were all professional. Professional. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Elvis, you got this. Sorry, take a shot. All right. I'll be quiet. <laughs> all right. I'll be covering contrast. Report by VanNet Encrypted Router. Another rhetorical gambit. The enemy presents itself as part of a natural cycle, like a stalking wolf. It simply obeys its nature. How can we hate it for that? Personal notes scored in hive leather with a knife. There are jaded guardians, strangers to true loss, who claim that the traveler has ulterior motives, and the darkness is a natural force. They worship gray. For them, the line between right and wrong is fine as silk and just as easy to cut. Fools. Evil is real, even in a world of gray. It must be named and fought because left unchecked, it takes everything. Those who excuse and deny evil's existence are its greatest allies. Those who mistake its causes for moral justification are its favorite pawns. Yet, the pyramid challenges me. Would not the light destroy the darkness, just as darkness would destroy the light? Why do we call a change evil, when it is natural and inevitable, like Earth's winters or the sun's spots? Because some changes must be resisted. If we did not prepare for winter, we would die in it. We would cease to exist. So now, I find myself using the enemy's philosophy to justify my opposition to the enemy. A neat little trap. Is winter evil? It causes evil. It leads us into evil choices through scarcity and pain. But winter is the result of natural circumstance. Even if it had a mind. It could never choose to become an endless summer. It would always hurt us, simply by being itself. Does that make it evil? And if we were to build shelters and weapons out of ice, would we become evil? Survival in winter requires wintercraft. Survival in darkness requires a new idea of good and evil. One that will not collapse into moral indifference. Or we will all be dredgens in the end. Ooh. Spoopy. Oh, that's very spoopy. So I'm <laughs> I, I'm going to go straight into the fact that she's talking about winter, talking about ice, building shelters and weapons out of ice. We're definitely getting like you know not ice powers beyond light. Not ice powers, but they're ice powers. <laughs> the 
the not ice powers of the darkness because everyone's like they're not ice powers but they're totally ice powers not ice right and i'm like okay yeah not ice powers ice powers so looking at these not ice powers that we're getting um so if we were to build shelters like those walls that we are going to be building and weapons which we are going to have weapons out of ice would we become evil and that's a really poignant idea of using what the tools that we have that doesn't necessarily make us evil because we're doing it for the right reasons we're just using what's presented to us because like almost because we have to essentially you're using the facts that are given to you for you know a specific motive right is the motive evil or good Mm -hmm. the tool isn't it's the motive behind it yeah exactly i could go controversial there but i mean the fact is it's it's the person behind the tool not the tool itself yeah exactly so if you have that tool that you have to excuse me that you have to kind of wield as she is describing um the survival in winter requires wintercraft. The survival in darkness requires a new idea of good and evil. So finishing that idea, a survival in darkness requires using darkness powers. Because we can't keep... I, I think she's really speaking directly to Zavala saying we can't keep just living in this idea of we have to just keep li- using the light as light and thinking that everything else is evil like the praxic warlock saying everything yeah. that's dark is evil so we must destroy it and keep it out of the hands of everyone else and not even like study Looking it at you and or yeah yeah exactly not even studying it just saying we need to lock it up we need to just assume that everything that's dark or anything that is different is evil which it's not it's just it's misunderstood or you're looking at it from a perspective that that you just you already have like i'm not saying it right but you're looking for at it from a perspective that you um you're just help me here you know what i'm saying i just i'm not saying the right words my brain is i think i said cute. it best you it's, did it's not it's not the tool it's the motive behind it and the right. person yes so um we actually have so doing doing mm-hmm. the wrong thing for the right reasons mm-hmm. is that evil yeah and I, that's kind of been a question like throughout history too um we actually have the transcripts um thanks to blue since um I'm just going to plug this. I was on the episode on Focus Fire for the singular exeget. So we are using our, we are using our show notes from that episode. Um, So we have all of the, we have the transcripts from the actual um, playthroughs from the actual missions. So the actual transcript goes thusly. This message means contrast in the naturalistic sense, but also implies a judgment. Humanity assigns moral meaning to change, interpreting it 
as for better or for worse? Do we think of winter as evil because summer flowers must wither and die? We do not, and the darkness asks us why. There's actually like a really good argument for... Um, so the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. And that's actually like a very Doctor Who thing also. Yeah. <laughs> that really reminds me of Doctor Who. For you Whovians out there. Um, but it's a good defense for why we must fight for the good, even if that means you're fighting against the Traveler in the Light. Anyway. Shall we move on? Do you have anything else? No, that's pretty much it. Man, we're so good at this. <laughs> I think you covered it. Yay! Look at this. Especially by, especially by looking at those old show notes. I know. <laughs> Make me sound so smart. <laughs> oh, Thank you, Blue. <laughs> All right. This one is called Yes! Report by Vanette Encrypted Router. A lapse. Nothing meaningful emerged from our work this time except vague affirmation. Perhaps I have misinterpreted the results. Personal notes scored in hive leather with a knife. Yes. It approves of my interest. It encourages me. When darkness reaches for you, you should flinch away. But I do not. This approval excites me. Am I already in its power? Is this a declaration of its triumph? When I was a guardian, I went on a dive to gather salvage from an ancient submarine. We plunged so deep that the air itself became intoxicating. Hypnotized by our own beauty, we stared into each other's helmets, drunk on our distance from the world. But when we surfaced... Agony. I feel that depth pressing on me now. My fingers and my ears ache. The enemy's excitement terrifies me. It cannot give. It cannot be made to give. The fallen call it that astonishing ability to evade being robbed. It can only take. What could this yes mean except that it has taken something from me? My course is set. I did not tell Zavala. I take this onto myself in the hope of helping others. A small space. The Sumerian woman returned at last. She found an arcology garden on Titan. On the manifest, a pineapple. Pineapples are real. She is a power, this guardian. But there are many as bright, or brighter. It is perseverance that makes the difference. We will see if this one perseveres. I sent her to bring me pineapple seeds. Her name is Anina. She has white, innocent eyes. I will not give up my work, not until I have fried rice with pineapple and raisins, and, I, and not until I know exactly what is coming. I just love how she gets so sidetracked by pineapple. You know what? Like, pineapple is good. I get it. It's the fruit it eats you as you eat it. Exactly. <laughs> Um, the part here that's concerning to me mm -hmm. is her saying, my course is set. I did not tell Zavala. 
I take this onto myself in the hope of helping others. Yes. Like, she's specifically not telling Zavala what's actually being told to her at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least for this specific entry. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and the actual transcript is, this is a linguistic oddity, a back channel, a vocal nod, a yes. The darkness implores us to continue on our current path. Apparently, it believes itself to be quite supportive. Curious. Yeah, that should be a big, like, red flag right there. It should. Be like, oh, yeah, continue. This is a great idea, guys. Like, we really support you in your, you know, in your quest for knowledge. Super great idea. Oh, yes, this is a great idea. Great Keep idea. going. Keep going. And she's not telling Zavala. Yeah, and she knows that it's a bad idea and has not said anything. So um, she, there is a trap and she has sprung said trap and is continuing on because she needs to help and needs to discover. And we talked about in our last episode how she's very self-sacrificing and um, the closer she is to the danger, um, the more, I think, the more information she gets. Does that make sense? Well, it was that way with, with Rhoda and yeah, Oryx. when she's the... And it's been that way with Savathun. Exactly. The closer to danger you know, she, she puts, is, yeah, she puts herself yeah, in these situations. Yeah, she puts herself in dangerous sites mm -hmm. specifically to make sure that she helps. Yeah, exactly. Some people are like that. They're very self-sacrificing for the greater good, and Eris Morn is probably the one guardian, and I think we can still call her that, even if she no longer has her light. Um, as far, I mean, she has something that we can't categorize anymore it's not light she has hive bullshittery so yeah i don't know what to call it but she, she herself is toting that gray line yeah you know she's using dark abilities mm -hmm. for the light exactly and once again we come to that same argument of is it the tool or the the motive that are evil yeah Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, well, um, Eris Morn, uh, you worry me, but thank you for your sacrifice. Elvis, yeah. Do you want to read the next she one? She worries me too. Yeah. Like, I like Eris, but my God. <laughs> like, oh, wait, do we talk right. about Anina for a second? <laughs> right. Yes. The one woman in the entire system that could actually find a pine apple. Right. <laughs> She's magic. <laughs> the fact that she could find this this fabled pine apple and is the only one in the entire system that could. Like when I read this the first time, I was like, oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> Where did you find this pineapple? Burn, Burn, Burn the witch. Burn the witch. witch. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> I was like, that's sus. 
bitch is sus. <laughs> and that's actually a uh, callback to... Oh, what entry was it? Ah, it was the entry white in the same book. Mm-hmm. Um, while I was scrubbing, a young guardian approached. She had an ancient name, Akkadian perhaps, or Sumerian. Mm-hmm. She said that she had heard of me and she wanted to help me search for knowledge. I snapped at her to bring me a pine apple. Mm-hmm. I know I was cruel. Exactly. And then she comes and just produces this pineapple. Like, there have been other... Um, Bungie is obsessed with pineapple for some reason. I think it's just because I think it's hilarious. Because it's funny. I mean, they're right. Pineapples are funny. But... Um, I think it boils down to the whole argument of does pineapple go on pizza? Yeah, and Bungie loves that shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because like, anything to stir up controversy, I think. But if... um, I don't know. I mean, it is very, it is very suspect to me to have this woman show up in the middle of nowhere with Eris Morn talking to a pyramid ship and then suddenly pro- being able to produce a pineapple out of nowhere coming back while she's still talking i i'm sorry like yes sus anina white innocent eyes on my butt my butt you have white innocent eyes well and, and i'm looking at the fact that she was able to find it on titan and we have no actual record of eris ever even being close to titan yeah. Outside of going to Europa. I the And only, that hasn't even happened yet. Yeah. The only thing I could think of on Titan is that there is the that she went there only because the arcology is there and so she found the plant probably from some manifest or some computer program saying yes at one point there were pineapples on Titan. And I bet you if we went back to like the days on Kraken Mare, there was a... I, I vagely remember them saying pineapple in that book. Or I'm just misremembering. I don't recall it either. Okay, guys, if you're listening to this, the the people who do, if you guys are bored, could you go back and read the days on last days on Kraken Mare for me and tell me if there's pineapple in Find it? Find if they discuss pineapple at all please and then tweet at me at guardians underscore lore or at hey it's organ because i need to know inquiring minds need to know and i'm really busy so i don't have time to look it up please also why would you put raisins in fried rice she's got a thing for raisins yeah she does i mean she i mean she gave it to us Mm -hmm. in for Halloween. Freaking, uh, yeah. Yeah, back in D1. Uh-huh. And Box of raisins. I'm pretty sure that she would give it back to us in D2. Like, this coming week. Man, I am hoping that we get peanut butter this year. Well, because, like, last year we ended up getting a toothbrush from her. We did. But we got celery the year before. 
That was back in D1. Was that in D1? Was oh, yeah. Yeah, we did get, yeah. We got raisins and celery from D1. Because we got celery and raisins, yeah. and we were waiting for the peanut butter. We were butter. waiting for the peanut butter last year, but we got toothbrush instead. We're like, Bungie, you really dropped the ball on, like, the ants on a log bullshit we were hoping for. Anyway. Um, I just love the fact that that's what the Destiny community is hoping hoping for in Halloween. Um, do you know what? Like... And I know this is like purely an American thing because I have talked about ants on a log with people in other countries and they're like, the fuck is that? And I'm like, bitch, you don't know what that is? Guys, Let me explain it to you. Guys, it's peanut butter that you put inside celery and then you put raisins on it and it's called ants on a log and it's a snack that kids eat or adults that don't have money for better food like me so i eat it regularly because <laughs> it's delicious or if people actually need to eat better yeah well Cause that's actually a healthier snack it's a good snack it's better than eating like totino's pizza rolls <laughs> uh, <laughs> pillowy goodness anyway <laughs> Do you want to read the next one? Before we go down that rabbit hole. What? Of Totita's uh, pizza rolls? <laughs> let's read about Unborn. Unborn pizza rolls. Oh, God. Report by VanNet Encrypted Router. It preaches the philosophy of the Books of Sorrow, yours scriptures, and the unveiled fragments. The Traveler is a false creator, guarding its creations with false law. We are dead things, made in the shape of the dead. The only true law is violent winnowing. Whatever cannot hold on to existence does not deserve existence, and so forth. At least it is consistent. Personal Notes Scratched in hive leather with a flake of Ionian stone. The enemy suggests that our rebirth was an evil mistake. How Gnostic. They were a cult. A fleet? A school? A horde? Who believed that the source of all suffering was not in our poor choices, but an error of the world's creator. A false, deluded god. Mara would laugh. Or weep. Was my rebirth an evil? It is true that guardians are reborn to face pain. We are endlessly besieged by a tortured cosmos. Secretly, I believe that most of us fall to exhaustion. Our ghosts love us and let us curl up inside to rest. My ghost Bria died to save me. If she were returned, would I want immortality again? I do fear immortality without choice. I would not want to go on as a prisoner in Vex glass, or a spirit trapped in the sea of screams. But l my life is not a prison or a trap. Deep cuts full of stone dust. It is not. Wow. So... It's interesting to me that 
her i'm like breaking this down in the whole of like the report and then the rest of her um her report so we'll go with the report first that she's talking about how um it preaches the philosophy of the books of sorrow and so we'll kind of talk about that um it's we do have to remember that like Savathun has her fingers in this as well and so like that kind of like set off alarm bells for me you're like oh the darkness is saying this and also Savathun is here too like all right like all of you are saying the same thing like that makes me wonder if I should pay attention or not to what you're saying at all I mean obviously if you're saying it but like I did winnowing. We do remember the gardener and the winnower, and Bungie chooses their words very well, and very purposefully. And so the only true law is violent winnowing. Like I'm not going to say like this is a confirmation that the darkness is the winnower, but like I I I don't like saying it's just another coincidence, you know. Right. Um, the thing that got me was like this the pyramids were like talking to us and calling them, you know, our salvation. Mm-hmm. And then they come in and say that our rebirth was a mistake, mm-hmm. an evil mistake. Right. So, like, that to me, it, it seems like the pyramid ships are going to just start trying to kill guardians. Exactly. It, from a perspective of saying that we're an evil mistake, and so we need to be called to kind of right the world of that, um, that they really view us as like, I don't know, if you want to call us zombies or something, or that an abomination yeah to, to the fix order. like the natural order that people are running around unnaturally i guess that you know things have a beginning and an end and the fact that not only do we have a second beginning like being reborn in light but then have a beginning again and again and again and again and again being able to come back um every single time our ghost rests us and that's whether a ghost finds um, our body in another timeline and brings us over or you know actually like reborn like rebirths us in light each time like we aren't entirely certain of how that happens but i do like how she talks about um her ghost dying to save her and would she want immortality again yeah and like, that she's afraid of immortality without choice mm-hmm you know, and she points out, um, essentially Asher mm-hmm. and Toland. Right. Oh, uh, there was one other thing I wanted to point out. Hmm. My ghost, Bria. Mm-hmm. So, so we, like. We knew her ghost name before, right? We never actually covered it on the podcast yet. Okay. Um, but it, it came out in um, Luna's Lost. Oh, all right. 
the the ghosts of Luna's mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, yeah, it's the book Luna's Lost. That is the only other place that her ghost actually had a name. Um, and like I had totally skipped over Luna's Lost because that was a extremely like I read the first two entries and I was like this is going to be extremely depressing especially with the horror story that we got and this and so I skipped over a lot of mm-hmm. Luna's Lost right so when I read this entry it was like oh oh she, she actually had a name for her ghost and it wasn't like you know a Tyra Karn thing or our ghost where it was just named ghost right it actually had a name mm-hmm. it's nice that it actually did it, it's a little detail that gives it a little more humanity mm-hmm. um we have the transcript from the actual mission and it reads this word is bound to creation, but presented here as falsehood, something like unborn. We say to guardians, we say guardians are rebirthed by light, but I do sometimes wonder the choice to live again was not our own. Um, and she did acknowledge in the reading. Uh, where is it? Guardians are reborn to face pain. We are endlessly besieged by a tortured cosmos. Secretly, I believe that most of us fall to exhaustion. So. I don't know. It's It's exhausting just reading that. (laughs) Guardians push themselves really hard. Well, and especially when you stop and think about, like, all that our Guardian has accomplished in just, what, five or six years? Yeah. And there are some Guardians that are centuries old. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, they haven't done everything that we've done, but they've done their fair share. Yeah, absolutely. So... We have anything else on that one? Uh, there was, I was gonna argue the point that you know the choice to live again was not our own. Because mm-hmm. back in D one, there was a mission called Cade's Stash. Uh huh. And at the very last room, as you're you know after you climb the tower and get booped off the side of the freaking tower by that phalanx, um. There's a ghost scannable about how our guardian, or our ghost, sorry, about how our ghost was trying to convince a per or a person in essentially stasis who had died, mm-hmm. um, to be their guardian. But that person said, you know, I've fought enough wars for a dozen lifetimes or something to that effect. Like it was a, a cheeky little thing that some people took to mean that was master chief. Yeah. Um, but that 
if we take that scannable as canon, then Guardians can choose whether they are resed or not. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, she says, you know, the choice to live again when it's not our own, but depending on whether you take that little scannable as canon or not, it could be argued. Yeah, no, I, um, I know a lot of signs point to guardians not having that choice. But, you know, how do we know if we do or not? Because we don't remember anything when we wake up. Like that might be the last thing that we remember before our memories wiped. And then we wake up. Yeah. So I th- we don't know. So I think that that's a really good point to make. Absolutely. So the next one is purity. Report by VanNet Encrypted Router. This logograph suggests purification through reduction, ablution, or sacrifice. It may draw an ironic comparison between the Taken and our own relationship to the Traveler. I am sure the idea that we are light Taken is a popular heresy, but the difference should be plain. We do not lose the capacity to choose. We make our own fate. Personal notes, scratched in hive leather with a flake of Ionian stone. The translation is not as clear as I suggested to Zavala. As I told my friend, purity is hardly pure of meaning. There are many interpretations. As a student of hive lore, purity makes me recall the final shape, that which remains when when all that can be removed has been removed. But the hive are a skeletal cult of misery and reduction. The true enemy is rich with nuance. It challenges me. Why does the traveler strip us of our old identities? As a guardian, I never craved a past. Everything I cared for was in front of me. I could see my people. I could touch them. I could fight for them. But then I lost my ghost and the light. Trapped in the gunpowder tunnels of the disemboweled moon, I cursed the traveler. It left no childhood memories to comfort me. No parents or cherished friends waiting in the city. No one to whom I could devote my return. Just Ariana, Sai, Omar, and Vel haunting me. Of course, I have never considered this before. There is a more generous interpretation of the traveler's amnesia. The Traveler believes that if we are freed of our past wounds and fears, given power and a new start, we will choose to be good. We will abandon all lesser causes to defend humanity. We will choose others over ourselves. Perhaps this is why the Traveler never speaks. Its voice is too loud to be anything but coercion. It waits, breathless, for us to make our own choice. A small space. Anina's ghost sent me a message. She found viable pineapple seeds in an arcology vault. She wants me to grow them. So, we might be seeing pineapple trees (laughs) on IO. Pineapples Um, are bushes. Whatever. They grow, they're bushes. 
Of course, leave it to the tree searcher to know that. I I know that um, because they're not trees; they're bushes. <laughs> anyway, um, she makes a good point, though. You know, she was stuck down in the 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 hell mouth for ages, for years, and. All she had to to keep her going were her memories of her fire team. And if like I, I'm wondering how that would have played out if she actually would have known her first life. Like, would that have actually given her enough <clears throat> to survive as well? Or would she have just given up? It's it's hard to say. And that's the argument that we're coming to with this entry is, you know, is the traveler right or wrong for not giving you the memories from your first life? I, well, she definitely survived and she persevered even without having those good memories those quote-unquote good memories of her past to hold on to so I she think, did i so i think she doesn't give herself enough credit because she didn't need that i'm not going to call it a crutch because a lot of us need that to get through our day and tough times is that like we need those those visions of our family and friends and those memories, um, good and bad of like the people that mean a lot to us. And, um, she had her fire team, but at the end, like she persevered through it and she's a very strong person for it, you know? Definitely. So, I I think she doesn't give herself enough credit for what she went through. Because she says, like, it left no childhood memories, no parents, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. I, I don't think it would be we choose others over ourselves because that... I don't know if it's just because... I'm I'm being like really negative towards humanity. But a lot of us are super fucking selfish. <laughs> and it's really hard for me to believe that the majority of people would choose like a bunch of fucking strangers. You know. Yeah. And I, I I can I can agree with that. I'd like to think um, that I'd be one of the few that would that would choose a bunch of strangers over like the safety of themselves, but you know I don't know because I'm not on the moon with hive around me because it's not a thing. And also, I'm a big, big, big baby, and you know, being in the dark makes me cry. So you know, <laughs> like yeah, I am not one that they would choose. <laughs> I am not a potential. I'm scared of everything, guys. <laughs> Well, and, and I'm the kind of person who actually does tend to put other yeah, things first. You are. Yeah. Much to your own detriment. Yeah. 
So, and it's, it's not good a lot of times putting, like, you have to put yourself before other people sometimes to protect yourself. You're no good to everyone that you put before you if you don't take care of yourself. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, the traveler, Traveler's Amnesia, sure, it's good if you want to, you know, be that self-sacrificing person, but at the same time, you gotta, you have to care for yourself. Um, <laughs> it, it's finding that right balance. Yeah. Almas, do you want to read the transcript from the mission? Yeah. This message translates to a state of decontamination, something like purity, though this conjugation emphasizes loss, a purity through subtraction, willingly or otherwise. The darkness could be speaking to the taken memories of new guardians, or the boundaries we accept when we follow the light, limitations forced upon us. Hmm. In truth, it could refer to many things. You know, there's a difference between, she says, taken memories of new guardians. But I don't think she meant, like, the taken, like, capital T taken, not lowercase no. t taken. No, no, no. Because I'm like, there aren't taken guardians. Can you imagine? Ooh. I mean, like, Ooh. I'm, like, on board for that shit, but could you imagine... <laughs> I just think I I thought of a raid encounter for the the Witch Queen's expansion. Right? <laughs> right? Oh my god. <sighs> I just got shivers. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and no, she she doesn't mean capital T taken because like it's actually lowercase. Yeah, yeah. Um Bungie is particular with how they they capitalize and punctuate and everything. Right, yeah. I saw it and I was like, they don't mean the other Taken. Like, they can't no. possibly. Alright. No. Yeah. Because the closest we've gotten has been Taken armor. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think we pretty much... Oh, yeah. So the fact that Anina's... Oh, yeah. Freaking Anina. We're going to go to Anina for a second since that's now a thing. Anina's ghost sent a message. She found viable pineapple seeds in a vault. She wants her to grow them. No Elemis. Pineapples do not grow in trees. They are bushes. But Either way, Io is going to get some pineapple bushes. I'm pretty excited. Pineapples are great. I remember my parents took me to the Dole Pineapple um, Plantation when I was a child uh, on the Big Island in Hawaii. Uh, and I, too, thought when I was a child that pineapples grew on trees. And boy, was I surprised when I went and I could see for miles because they were bushes. And I was like, where are the trees? They're like, no, child, they're bushes. And I was like, oh, neat. Where are the trees? <laughs> and and i think a lot of that comes from the fact that pineapple is a fruit right and, and because yeah because apple and pine both shout trees at me you know well and and most trees 
or most fruit comes from trees. Right, exactly. Except for berries. Yes. You know, when you think of fruit, immediately in my mind, you know, there's orange, apple, bananas. Those are all from trees. Yeah, except so pineapple. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. It's pretty great. I don't know. I mean, I like, I guess that's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, pineapples are um are from bromoceliaceae. I don't know. They're a South American plant, and then they were introduced into Hawaii. I could talk about pineapples if you guys really want to know about them. <laughs> Just DM her. Oh yeah, DM me if you want to know about pineapples. But they're in the same family as like Spanish moss. For those of you that live in the South, they are related to pineapples. Weird, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's weird, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're bromeliads, so I mean, there's like there are other bromeliad like flowers. So. Yeah, I'm gonna continue on with conviction. Uh, you don't want to <laughs> talk about pineapples? No. Oh. Okay. Okay. They belong on pizza. That's about it. Wow. <laughs> Wow, it's weird. I feel all kinds of judgment from the future now. Well, I I will say my first experience with pineapple on pizza was when I was a kid in Utah skiing with my cousins who live there. And they handed me a piece of pizza. They're like, here, here's some pizza. And I'm like, sweet pizza. I love pizza. And it was pineapple and olive pizza. No, that's a bad combination. And I was like, the fuck is this? <laughs> And they're like, it's pizza, obviously. And I'm like, it's not. <laughs> Whatever this is, it's an abortion. <laughs> but I actually kind of like it. So, you know. Oh, well. See, I'm, I'm the kind of person who likes Hawaiian. So pineapple and Canadian bacon. I don't eat. Yeah, I don't eat bacon. I'll eat just pineapple pizza. Or like well, pineapple yeah. and uh, jalapeno pizza is actually really good. Well, yeah, because I mean Jewish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No bacon for me. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. Anyway, conviction. Report by VanNet encrypted router. The enemy is convinced of the rightness of its cause. Uninteresting. Personal notes scratched in hive leather with a flake of Ionian stone. I saw a strange ghost yesterday, lurking among my supplies. Normally, they do not come this close, even when their guardians do. They fear possession by the pyramid. But this one had the air of a spy. The enemy warns me of great atrocities couched in valor. Violence born from supreme conviction. This message is an extension of the camouflage logograph. A warning against my own comrades. Sometimes death comes not from a disease, but the body's immune reaction. Under pressure, oxygen becomes poison. Good things, Mara says, 
can make us sick. Zavala is not a martinet. He is a strategist. His guardians are all tacticians. They love when some grand new threat appears, but when it is defeated, they become restless, and they use their bold victories as proof that Zavala is a timid leader. But he is not swayed by the hot-blooded elite. He fears victory disease. What will happen when our mighty newborn guardians, accustomed to swift victory, meet a grinding, tedious foe? And he worries for the thousands and thousands of weaker light bearers who rush after their heroes and die forever. No more ghosts are being created. We are pouring from a shallow cup. He would do anything to protect the last city. Such is his conviction. Would he kill me if he thought I was turned? I think it would wound him horribly. But he does love to be hurt by his duty. A small space. Anina returned with the pineapple seeds. Io does not support agriculture, so I made loam out of treated soil, asteroid powder, and a bacterial paste that looks like bouillon. I will plant the pineapple seeds in this little garden. I hope their roots are not too big. I have only a little room to grow. Did someone say loam? I'm sorry, I heard oh soil. I heard soil. Guys, we're going to talk about this for a second. <gasps> uh, did, did you want to talk about the, the actual... Can, can I talk about the, the soil first? Go ahead. Because yeah! it actually talks about it how Io doesn't support agriculture. Of course it doesn't, because it's a fucking moon. That was terraformed. But, yeah, but it's a moon. Guys, 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 I, I have a PhD in soil science. It's not in trees. It's in the stuff that's under the trees. <laughs> Everyone is incorrect when they say it's a tree HD. It's in dirt. <laughs> Loam is essentially an equal amount of clay, silt, and sand all put together. And it is the thing that you want when you're growing shit in the ground. And it's because it is both equal parts able to hold water and able to drain water at the same time. So it has everything to do with um, the rate of water movement because you don't want to essentially drown your plant, but you also don't want to um, you don't want to starve it of any of the water that it needs. And so you need it to actually be workable and fertile because it has everything to do with like the with the cations and the anions and how they move through the soil because that's actually how it gets its nutrients so it's chemistry because it's my degree is in soil chemistry anyway so the fact that she's trying to make a loam out of um asteroid powder and bacterial paste that looks like bouillon and uh, that is a very good way of doing it she is correct good job Eris. you smart big Big kudos to you. Hooray. 
if you guys find yourself on Io, do what she does. So you can grow your pineapple seeds. They got from that, that sus guardian, Anina. The only thing I got from this entire deviation was that you have a pH dirt. A pH dirt? <laughs> pH dirt. Well, it's technically in forest soils, but yes. There's trees in it. <sighs> I just love dirt so much. It's so good. Anyway. Which is why you got actually... a pH dirt. Yeah. Oh, God. Soil science is so good. Love it so much. Oh, okay. So back to the beginning. I love that her um, like actual report is that NV thinks it's right. Meh. She like doesn't yeah. give a shit. Yeah, she's like, and then yeah. she's got her own personal notes about the entire thing. Yeah, I like the thing I'm most interested in is what she thinks of Zavala because I think a lot of us think that Zavala is weak, and she uh, speaking as Bungie speaking as Eris are telling us what they think because they're like, no, everyone has it wrong. This is what it actually is. Yeah, is that how you kind of? saw it that's that's how i see it mm -hmm. because at, like i can't tell you how many times i've gotten into an argument this season because mm -hmm. people are like well zavala's doing nothing no we're in a downturn there's no actual enemies to really go after mm -hmm. so yeah you're just like there there's nothing for a military leader to do at that point aside mm -hmm. from just sending his his people on various missions right like there's no sp enemy to specifically point us at and fight and mm -hmm. that's all we're good for yeah so I it's mean, not that he's a timid leader it's just there's nothing for us to battle at the point or at this moment yeah, and being cautious isn't a, a negative, to be honest. I don't see that as a bad right. thing. Like, I, it's Zavala is a good leader, and he knows how to rally the troops. We've seen him fight, and people need to give him more of a chance. Especially, like, we do get a good piece of information that ghosts are no longer being made in this. I mean, I didn't think ghosts were being made, but this does confirm ghosts are no longer being right. made. This is the confirmation. Yeah. From um, the assumption that I think most of us had. That there right. were a finite Cause, number cause of ghosts. The line was, with its dying breath, the traveler made the ghosts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is a confirmation there are no more ghosts. Yep. Even though we do have also that one piece of information from... Oh, was it Pigeon in the Phoenix? Or is it something else? It might have been Pigeon in the Phoenix. That the ghosts can go back to the Traveler. And yes. like find somebody else. Yes, that was from Pig Pigeon in the Phoenix. Mm -hmm. um, they can go back to the Traveler, get fully recharged, and go for another full res. Right. And maybe it's because the Traveler is, like, back on now. I don't know. Well, 
Pigeon and the Phoenix took place when the Traveler wasn't. Yeah, awake. exactly. I'm wondering. Huh. I'm wondering if that changes now that the Traveler is quote unquote on again. Who knows? It, it could be that it's easier to get that uh, a recharge of that full res. Mm-hmm. Or it's faster. I'd like to. Know. It's like switching from from a regular USB cable to a fast charge USB cable right. and your device actually supports it. Mm-hmm. Cause then it's like, Oh, my battery's done charging in like 30 minutes versus yeah. three hours. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Um, we do have the actual transcript from the mission as we have the entire time. Thank you. Blue. Uh, the transcript reads, This is a term born out of supreme conviction, single-minded dedication, almost zealotry, driving extreme behavior. Great atrocities could be couched in valor, it suggests. Ah, uh, wait. Not can be, will be. Future tense. Interesting. So it's yeah. not that it can win, it's that it will win. Which I is honestly it, it, that is interesting. It is interesting. But it's also egotistical. Very. Like Oh, yeah, you're going to keep going. But mm -hmm. I'm going to win. Mm -hmm. Whatever, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, bitch. Uh, I mean, yeah. Um, I incorrectly, I noticed this. I incorrectly said last week that we actually had a rotation for the missions. And we don't. Because I've been playing them and noticed in our notes... They are not in a rotation. They are different each week. And they are not necessarily in the same order each week. My bad. I apologize. Well, no, I, I think it is a rotation, though. Is it? Because there's three of those missions. But I don't think they're in the same that... order, though. Yeah. I would hope so. Yeah, see, I'm I don't know. I'm pretty sure they are. I hope so, because I was like, are they? I don't know. A lot of people have kind of stopped doing them because we're like, oh, well, we have everything, so who cares? And most people are at light level at this point. I'm just waiting for that last freaking entry. Oh, my God, me too, because I want to get my seal. Right. Everybody like, else. That is the only thing keeping me from the seal. Yeah. Me too, and it's driving me crazy. I hate having that they delayed it until like the last two weeks simply for the seal. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, well, cool. <sighs> yeah. Uh, so it's three it different. In... Mm -hmm. It's actually a uh, triumph for this season. Okay. 
It's called Interference Loop. Complete okay. each of the three encounters or encounter types in the mission mm-hmm. Interference. Okay. Disperse rituals, carry uh-huh. relics, and destroy crystal disruptors. Okay. And then it just loops through that. Each week. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just wanted to make sure because I know one has like the one has the long bridge that you run through. Um, I don't. I know that that's not the crystal one. Yeah, the crystal one is the one that you run through and has like all the different areas that you explode with like the ogres and the knights and stuff and the witches. Yeah. And then. And I think. I think Relic is the one where it's got those swinging pendulums. So let's see. Oh, here we go. So the ritual encounter. Um, the Guardian disperses rituals on islands to the right, left, and final ritual in the center island. So that one has the swinging pendulums. Before okay. ultimately facing and defeating Savathun's witness. Dispersing is accomplished by standing on the plate. And then the relic is Guardian defeats multiple envoys of Sabathun, crossing bridges. That's the bridges one I was thinking of between the three battles. Yep. Yeah, before ultimately defeating the witness. And then the crystal encounter, Guardian defeats multiple envoys of Sabathun, allowing them to then destroy linked crystals. And then after you destroy the crystals, the Guardian faces the witness and the shifting blade. I know we went on a tangent, but I really like that there are three different encounters and how big the space is. Oh, yeah. And um, I love that Nocris was there. Like, right. that He's blew the creepy voice my that you hear mind. as you get into the Ascendant Plane. Oh, that blew my mind that it was Nocris. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> the first two times I was like, fuck is this i know <laughs> and then the third the third mission i actually looked up in the top right and it says nocris and i'm like oh oh so you didn't see the first two times i i didn't pay attention to uh to the voice our oh. ghost hud oh no because it said oh no because when it said like voice of Nocris or something, and I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Because so I'm like, we killed that guy. And it was like, no, wait, wait, me didn't? No. Necromancy. That makes sense. Necromancy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Savathun's in with necromancy now? Okay. <laughs> that changes a lot right. of stuff. Wow. All right. Savathun wants to win. Savathun's in it to win it. <laughs> Savathun right. don't give a shit. <laughs> and it's it's not even that she's in with necromancy. It's that she just wants to win. That's she it. She wants to win. She does not care. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm just like, wow. Okay, Savathun. Um, man, we could go down this rabbit hole all day. Um, do you have anything more on this card? I'm so sorry. I just like really like this book. <laughs> super distracted <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's a good book yeah um it's just it's it's funny to me to see how little eris is actually reporting at, at, at like as we're getting to the last half 
It it really is, yeah. It's interesting. Um Yeah. Yeah. So before we get to shout outs, um we should talk about our schedule a little bit coming up. Um because we're getting closer and closer to Beyond Light, which is very exciting, and I am super stoked. So we are actually going to be on the Destiny show October 22nd, which is a Thursday, I believe. Let yep. me pull up our calendar, because we have a calendar that I manage. Guardians of Lore calendar. <laughs> what is happening? And um, it, we will be on it. It is actually live on twitch um i think it's the destiny show is the actual um twitch link and it's going to be a beyond light lore recap and so it's going to be lms and i it is at 4 p.m pacific so i hope you guys can all be there um i'll tweet it out like a week beforehand we'll retweet all of their stuff and we'd love for you guys to support us um, doing live Twitch stuff is, um, not terrifying. It's a little terrifying, especially when we're guests on other shows, because we don't know how it's going to go until we're there. So, um, yep. yeah, so we hope that you guys can, um, come show your support, show the, show the Destiny show guys, like how great our community is, because you guys are really great and we wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. So. Thank you so much. Like from like at least from the bottom of my heart and LMS, I'm just gonna include you in this. Uh thank you oh, so yeah. much for um showing us your love and support over time. It was just International Podcast Day and we did put like a little message out, but um like we really do appreciate you sticking with us over time. So thank you. Like so much. <laughs> we really appreciate it. We really do appreciate it, like, so much. So, so much. Oh, my goodness. So, coming up after we finish, next week is going to be the end of the Singular Exeget. We will finish uh, part three. Uh, well, we, we will record part three. And then we are going to do Duras and Egress. The way we're going to do it is that we're going to have one episode where we do Ashermir and Sloane together. Um, we're going to split the books up into the people and not where the lore books actually fall like in the stories because that makes more sense than the way it's actually lined up the way Bungie did it because that's dumb and then we're going to do Anna Bray and Osiris I, oh Osiris is simp is what I wrote in our notes but we mean brother Vance <laughs> a la <mayo. laughs> why do I put notes like this I have Elemis, no idea why am I the way we <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> Trust me, I was trying to figure that out long before now. <laughs> Why? Why do I do the things I do? <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're going to try to have some guests on. Um, we're going to have the guys from Spinfoil Theory Podcast, Taylor B. and the Bagels. We are going to have them on episode 91 with us, which will be recorded November 1st. Um which will be great. So we'll have them on with us and it will drop right before beyond light. And we cannot wait to share that with you. Um, <sighs> episode 92 will just be, um, Alamos and I, we're going to have a couple of friends and we're just going to, you know, 
bullshit about Destiny. It'll be great. So that will drop after Beyond Light drops. So it'll just be, you know, we don't, it's in that really weird gray area where we want you to have an episode and we don't really know what to do because <laughs> we just yeah. want you to listen to it. So it's just going to be talking about, it's going to be a bit of a departure from our usual episodes. It'll be less about lore and more about the game in general, probably. Because um, Beyond probably, Light will have just come out. Yeah. And at that point, we'll have recorded it before it came out, but it will drop Friday the 13th because Beyond Light drops on my birthday. Arkin's birthday. Hooray! Um, but yeah, so we're hoping to do that. That is our, our future calendar. After that, we have, we are planning on doing an episode around Thanksgiving. Um, we'll have episodes every week after that. We don't know what books we have lined up yet. I have, that's episode up to 92 is what I have scheduled, like firmly scheduled. Um, because that's all my brain can handle at the moment. (laughs) um well yeah at this point you're doing two different podcasts uh yeah and streaming (laughs) 15 hours yesterday that's why i'm just like what sigh of like (sighs) you're right you're right why i well i did quit one of my jobs so i now have one job and two podcasts so instead of two jobs and two podcasts hooray (laughs) yay (sighs) anyway um breathe I am taking off, like, the whole rest of the week for Beyond Light, and I assume you're taking a little bit of time off if you can. Yeah, I need to put that in. Yeah, I put that in, because I had put in for the time off um, for when it was supposed to drop, and so my boss had come to talk to me. She's like, so are you going to take off the time, like, in September? I'm like, no, I'm going to do it in November. She's like, what? Like, yeah. The game isn't coming out until November. She's like, I don't understand. You're taking this time off for a game? Yeah, it's for content. <laughs> She's like, what does that even mean? I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> My coworker oh, just looked at me. He's like, God, content creators. And I'm like, don't say it like it's a dirty word. <laughs> See, I would have looked at him and gone, you know you like the content that my kind put out. That my kind? Oh my god, you're making it sound like I'm a swamp thing. <laughs> <laughs> my kind? Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, uh, we are planning on doing a shorter episode for Thanksgiving. You will have an episode that week, or at least the week after you'll have an episode. We'll record it before Thanksgiving, because Elmas and I have families and things we do so and we'll record something um i think we're gonna take a little bit of time off at christmas but yeah so that's kind of our schedule coming up for the rest of the year i thought you guys should know because it's important to us yeah hooray anyway almas do you have any shout outs uh the important one yeah, shout out to Ishtar Collective, as always. Nice. Without your website, I can't do show notes. Thank you. And, uh, you know what? Shout out to Mr. Pickles and Ruling Teacher, my brother-in-law. Um, 
my Niobe fire team. Like, Pickles was like, I really don't like not finishing things, so let's sit down and just knock it out. And this was like eight hours in. I and I was that. like, right. Because like eight hours in, I'm like, I'm starting to get tired. I'm, I'm making a few mistakes. I know I, I need to step away for a bit. And he's like, all right, break for dinner. Let's come back again late yeah, in about an hour. And then a few runs after that and boom, we got it. But yeah. The break was all you needed. Well, and and to figure out that the shooting the freaking fish is is kind of glitchy. Oh, was that the sniper shot that you weren't Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's good to know. I will eventually do it. Eventually. I've got tips for you if you want. Oh, I do. I want because like that is like it's kind of like my white whale is finishing Niobe Labs. That and, and yeah. That and Blacksmith are the two things I want. Blacksmith is like infinitely harder now because the forges are on a rotation and I can't just pick the one I need. I think. Yes, um, but it's a four-day rotation. Mm-hmm. So if you've got, like, two weeks, you can do it. Oh, so you can plan um, out. The hard part about it for me mm-hmm. was the fact that I needed shaders from the items from Black Armory. That's what I need. Like, yeah, that's... That's the hard part. That's the hard part. Mm-hmm. Because I have the ship. I have the hundred frames. It's the shaders I don't have. The only one uh, I have also... is Bergusia Forge shader. Bergusia Do you also I... have the uh, the kills for the specific weapons in specific forges? I don't have all of them. I'm I need like ten more Yoten kills. That's like... simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one that sucked the worst was Izanagi. The Izanagi one is really hard because that forge sucks. Like, I had to do that across, like, three or four different days because I just could not sit down and grind out 500 kills with a sniper. Yeah. It's really rough. I might be Um, one of those people to, like, hand my controller to my brother and be like, please, please do for me. (laughs) Not and the sniper. easiest one, um, and actually I have a screenshot somewhere of it. Mm-hmm. The easiest one was Bergusia. You just For run the, around with yeah. threat level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. so the screenshot that I'm referring to, um, I was in the forge with my brother, Kite, mm-hmm. and we had a blueberry. Kite and I were just running around threat level shotgunning everything. The blueberry figured it out and switched to a shotgun as well. And we just 
went to see how high we could get that timer. Wow. We got it up to 13 minutes. Jesus. How glitchy <laughs> did it get with all those orbs on the ground? Like, it was... It was Stunning. insane. Yeah. I I imagine. It, it was insane. Jesus. But it, it's one of those things that it's like, guys... I don't know if we can do it. We don't have enough time. <laughs> like we were just making time jokes the entire time, the entire round. <laughs> oh no, guys! We've got thirteen minutes left. Oh no! We're so close. Come on! So <laughs> we're about to run out of time. We got oh, twelve no. minutes left. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I imagine it. Oh, that's funny. And like, I just, I like those moments where you and somebody else are doing something and the blueberry catches on and then mm -hmm. joins in. Yeah. Like, those are beautiful moments. Uh-huh. We had a kind of a moment like that when I was trying to get Yoden kills in um in that forge. Why can't I think of the name of it? That other one. Fergusia? No, the EDZ. Oh, one. no, no, no. Uh, Volander. Thank you. That other it one. It took me a moment that you <laughs> meant the Jotun Forge, not the one I was talking about. The other one. <laughs> <laughs> the other Forge. Do you have any other shout outs? No. <sighs> let's see um shout out to blue and green thank you so much for inviting me on to focus fire chat that's um amazing still thank you so much and shout out to elemis uh thank you for being you putting up with my bullshit all the time uh, same to you yeah we're both human so we know each other very well at this point i think yeah yeah Communication is key. <laughs> so the Hyvins. Hyvins, I love you. You're the best. They are. Let's see. Podcast reminders. You can find us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore. You can find me at Hayes Orchid or Alamus at I underscore am underscore Alamist. I nailed it. You can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can find us on Instagram at guardians of lore. You can leave us a review. Um, please join our discord if you want to hang out with us. Um, we're a lot of fun. We just like to hang out and play games, have a good time. So talk about lore once in a while, you know, but most of the time just hang out and talk about Hamilton and share memes. So <laughs> or share nips or share nip yeah prices. we have the nip prices oh god i need to like <laughs> it's sunday i gotta go look at my nip prices before noon <laughs> i haven't even logged into it's october it's spoopy october you gotta go like check out october stuff because it's all like spoopy and there's you know pumpkin shit now it's great oh my god it's totally my aesthetic <laughs> Can I say that, like, people in other countries, like, don't understand how big Halloween is in America? It's, like, our one national holiday we have <laughs> that, like, everyone is on board for. 
like there's all kinds of arguing and conflict over any winter yeah you know holidays but yeah halloween is the one thing that brings us all together yeah yeah not even fourth of july no no the our national holiday like half of america doesn't give a shit about but halloween every single person is on board for is bigger than like christmas thanksgiving new year's easter arbor day that's the only it's the one day that my crazy looks normal yes it's the day (laughs) i can wear my like cat onesie to work and i'm not shamed for it even though i should be maybe don't worry i'll shame you for you oh thank you i appreciate it i need that sometimes (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll miss say goodbye <laughs> goodbye goodbye